Hello and welcome to Off The Shelf Reviews. I saw this trilogy coming a mile away. And I'm Gary. And today we're going to review and discuss Saw 3, which released in 2006 from writers Lee Winnell and James Wan and directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman. Ian, why don't you give us the synopsis? Well, the story for Saw 3 follows John Kramer Jigsaw, played by Tobin Bell, and Shawnee Smith, playing Amanda Young, who have set up a new trap for new players. Jigsaw is suffering from the disease which is slowly killing him and has decided to kidnap a doctor to try to help relieve some of the pressure. While at the same time, we follow Jeff, played by Angus McFadden, who has to go through his own personal hell and face his own fears in traps. So, based on the overnight success of Saw 2... <laughs> I see a pattern. <laughs> Saw 3 was greenlit almost immediately. And, of course, this time they brought back Lee Winnell in to, to write the script for this one. Yeah, yeah. And for all intents and purposes, he wrote a script that would end the Saw trilogy. Right, okay. And uh, this time around, they were given a budget of $10 million, So, if the first one had one... The second movie had four million. This yeah. is the biggest budgeted, longest running Saw movie. And they shot this one in 32 days. And similar to all the other Saw movies, it was shot in one giant warehouse, one location. Nice, nice, and, yeah. Uh, and of course, this film was yet another huge success in that big old jigsaw piece. <laughs> See, I, I was really surprised with number three uh, being announced because the second one hadn't done as well. Um, as I thought a horror sequel should do. Well, you know, it was... critically, maybe not, but commercially, Saw 2, I think, uh, for, for Lionsgate, was the highest-selling DVD of all time. Yeah, I know, but crazily enough, I remember Saw 2, uh, when it came out on DVD, people were starting to wane and drop off. Oh, I'm not bothered with that anymore. It was still kind of in the genre of torture porn, even though it's not even close to that. So when Saw 3 was announced for me... I was like, okay, I definitely am looking forward to this because I, you know, horror movie fan. I need to see what happens in the third one. Usually they're worse. You know, usually we get to number three and the series is like fucking firebombing into the ground. But with with this one, it was very surprising because it continues with the ending of number two. You know, we've got Donnie Wahlberg, um, Eric Matthews still chained up in the in the toilet. You know, he's been left there by Amanda. And so you're like, okay, really, where where are you going with this story? You know, oh, we're, absolutely. we're keeping the characters alive. And he fumbles around. He tries to get the gun. He realizes he's got no bullets left. Yeah, yeah. He ends up grabbing the saw. And he's like, well, no, I ain't doing that. Yeah, I'm he not ends up grabbing, uh, I think he ends up grabbing the, the toilet. Sis the sister lid. The sister lid. lid oh and he God. smashes his oh foot. Oh, my God. And then he snaps his foot. Ah, and then he drags it through the shackles and starts to uh, escape. Uh, now he was like, yeah, that was that was cool that it literally bridged the gap, you know, from Saw 2 into this one. Now, yeah. apparently, that sequence was supposed to take place much, much later in the film. Oh, and right. And the film was supposed to open with Troy uh, in that schoolroom sort of trap with the chains yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping the formula of starting with a trap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they decided, no, let, let's actually have that, that flow, that... 
that from one movie right into the next. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and of course, Donnie Wahlberg as well was. It was a surprise to see him in the film because he wasn't in the promotional material. Yeah, he wasn't out there promoting the film that he was in it. As a matter of fact, he went out of his way to say, "I'm not in the next Saw movie." Well, technically, he's not in it. I mean, he's briefly. I'd say briefly. Well, well yeah, but he's still he's still there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it opens with him. Yeah, true. But like once once he's out the way and the and the movie starts with Saw Three title, you know we 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 get into yeah your your classroom sequence where we have this guy Troy. Well, we don't we don't find out his name until he turns on his tape, and he is hooked up. I was like, geez, is Pinhead yeah. hiding in the closet somewhere? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, I, I I suppose with him, he was the first one I noticed that I was like, he's really not getting out of this. You know, like the idea of Jigsaw's traps is that the person gets out, but they're they're changed. You know, not physically fucking deformed. And so they, <laughs> yeah. this guy's got a nail bomb in front of him and like, what, two minutes to rip out all the chains? It seems absolutely impossible. It now, is. He could have, like, in my opinion, he could have took out all the chains from his body like that would have been agony yeah yeah yeah. the yeah. one in his face like you're not getting out of there with, without some serious equipment because you'd have to rip your jaw off yeah yeah, like, yeah. that's that's insane yeah but he could have he, like if he'd got you know had some more mobility once he would got the other chains off he could have thrown something at the bomb it's made of glass it's nails yeah, that would have just gone everywhere. everywhere if he'd got rid of all the other chains he could have buried he could have thrown stuff at it there's plenty of furniture at arm's reach he could have laid down flat to cover some of the explosions. But we also find out that the door was welded shut. Exactly. So it was to make sure he didn't get out. But that's also assuming the bomb went off as intended. But he, he could have done some other stuff, I think. That is true. But, but he still wasn't getting out of there easy. Yeah. They were, ex they, you know, Dina Meyer comes in and she explains like, look, this this is different to a saw trap because he was never getting out of this room. And I, I love the fact that like, this is the third movie in the series um, and we still don't really know what department she works for. <laughs> You know, like, I'm pretty sure she's a detective, but when I, the funny thing is, she walks into the room and her badge is facing the other way. So actually, you can't really see, like, what department she is, what city, like, what she is. And, and Carrie walks into the room and she's talking to uh, Lyric, Lyric Bent, uh, who plays Rig, the SWAT uh, team leader, who has come out of the shadows of nowhere from the last movie and this movie, and, <clears throat> spoilers, the next movie, where, like, he's there, like, Hey, what's going on? And we're still missing our friend who's been missing for an undisclosed amount of time since the end of the last movie. You know, and, and Hoffman, uh, played by uh, Costas Mandalore, who I always I always confuse with the guy who played Ray, Raiden from fucking... Oh, World right, Combat yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, fucking James Reamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always mistake the two of them. Right? It's easy, easily done, easily done. Um, and, and Hoffman's going through his little kind of... Um, you know, dialogue piece with Carrie talking about what you know the body parts doesn't seem to be phased by it at all. Seems like he's well experienced in dealing with these traps. Still, third movie in the franchise. No idea what city we're in. No idea how many of these deaths are going on. People are just going missing all over the fucking place, and everyone's like, "That's all right. It's Jigsaw." Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, this film right away reminds you that you're watching a Saw movie because of the frantic edits and yeah. everything else. I was like, oh, this is definitely a freaking Saw movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but even though I have complained a lot about the over-excessive jump-flash-cut edits in these movies, yeah. I think this one here, actually, the, the editor... I don't know, maybe somebody else helped him out. I don't know, maybe he smoothed learned over it. two movies. Yeah. But he's really smoothed out those transitions and those edits so that they feel um, not as jarring or as a, or annoying as they were. I think this film actually hit that balance point 
really rather well. Yeah. And I also, even though I complained about the edits in the previous films, I do want to talk about some clever edits that I may have missed in the last review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and whether it's an actual edit, I don't think it's an edit. I think it's one of those seamless transitions that they put in where... It's where um, Donnie Wahlberg, I think, is in his home, and he puts on his jacket, and he walks, and he walks straight, and he walks straight the into the corridor. Yes, so yes. the literally the sets were built, bedroom, police precinct corridor. Yeah, so yeah. he gets to walk in, and it looks like an edit transition, but it's not. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that was actually quite clever and not jarring. Um, so I like that. Yeah, uh, but, but in this one here, there's an, a really cool transition yeah. where Carrie's at the crime scene and the camera's panning up across the floor. We see, uh, I think we see Hoffman walk past. Yeah. And then the camera pans up and Carrie's in the bathtub. Yeah. Now, the way they did that was Carrie was on, on set. She walks off, quickly strips down, quickly runs around, gets into the bathtub. Yeah. Sits down. So by the time the camera comes up, there she is. So I was yeah. like... That, that's some really good sort of nifty filmmaking there. So I was like, okay, I won't criticize the editing too much. <laughs> yeah, too I, much. I thought that that was pretty sweet because I read it in the notes and thought, oh, what part's that? And then when I saw it in the film, I was like, you could easily get tricked by your mind to say that actually it was just a quick edit and it was two different locations filmed at two totally different points. But the fact that, yeah, the camera cuts from her, she runs off, strips, and then leaps in the bath, and then she has to get out of the bath and then do her whole sequence now where she she's watching the jigsaw tape um, and it ends, but then it cuts to a camera that's coming from her uh, wardrobe and she goes up, to, well, she shoots it first, and then as she goes up to the camera, somebody comes behind her and kidnaps her and now dina meyer carrie is now in her own personal trap um it's fucking harsh yeah it's one well, of the harshest uh, ones i mean the setup is where it looks like she's got all these things puncturing her chest yeah yeah and she's told it's going to rip her rib cage out yes uh but all she has to do is put her hand in this jar of acid i mean all she has to do all she has to yeah. put her hand in this jar of acid which of course you can see she she uh, she challenges it at first, severely burns herself, but yeah. then she goes for it, she gets the key, and she unlocks it, and she's still trapped there. She's still trapped. And then we see this masked character come out and watch her... Masked character. Explode. Well, silhouetted. <laughs> silhouetted female character walk out, and she's like, <laughs> you. And so immediately I'm like, well, from the last movie, that's Amanda. This all sets up as well, the fact that you're kind of killing off all of your past characters leading up to this newest one. We have Baha Sumek playing Lin, um, who is a doctor character. And Lin's in this kind of relationship with this guy, Chris, uh, played by Alan Van Sprang. Do you recognize him? No, actually. He, he's the main actor from Survival of the Dead, Diary of the Dead. Oh, no. Yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> he well. just, like, briefly has his point there. <laughs> Where kind of, I mean, he he's, he sells his one line he does. very well where he says, I want a divorce. So I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, so clearly this couple are having relationship issues. So, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, she, she's massively unhappy. She has to go back to work to the hospital. Um, and even when she's at the hospital, like her, the staff there are kind of giving her grief because she's, you know, she's somewhere else. She's flaking out. She's, she's really good at her job, but she's just... Not really there all the time. She's really good at her job when her child's life is in danger. Yeah. And then she's all action stations and able to perform a miracle in just under a minute. Yeah, yeah. And so, and that, that makes the other doctors angry with her some more. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Well, then she goes back to the locker room, I suppose, at the end of her shift. We don't know how long time's there for. Um, but she's kidnapped by a, a pig-wearing person. And then she's brought in front of John Kramer, uh, Jigsaw. And he basically explains to her at this point that 
you know, his life is in her hands that she's going to be taking part in a game where he ha she has to kind of help him. He's dying. He's got this inoperable brain cancer. She knows it. There's nods to the first movie, Dr. Lawrence Gordon and such. Um, and she basically explains, like, look, I can't do it here. I haven't got the proper equipment, you know. I, like, I haven't got the proper drugs. We need to go to the hospital. Um, but Amanda is really aggressive. Yeah, super aggressive. And uh, she's just like, yeah, okay, maybe we should take him to hospital. But actually, uh, I brought you to John, not John to the hospital. So you're going to do what you need to do here. And yeah. if you don't, he dies. And then you die because here, have a shotgun neck collar. And uh, and I'm going to prime it. And so when his blood pressure, when his heart rate monitor hits zero, uh, so does your face. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now, the cool, the, the, there's a cool thing in all the dialogue that's going on between John, Amanda, and Lynn. But obviously that won't be revealed it's, until towards the end. It's very layered. It's very layered, but the more times I watch it, the more times I'm like, oh, he, he listen to the rules. Yeah. Listen to what Jigsaw says. If you're not listening and you fuck up, that's on you. You're being tested. Your will is being tested. Your will to keep someone alive. Can you do that? Can you follow the rules and grasp what is this? the gift what of is life? This? No. Well, Ian, I'm, I'm excited to play this movie's game. Yes. Which is uh, following Jeff, who's kind of like our protagonist, really. He's the one who's going on the the, uh, the saw adventure, yeah. I guess. As, uh, he wakes up in this box, elevated by a forklift. He's a bit stupid, really, because he, he kind of breaks open his cage and collapses on the floor and knocks himself out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe if he had punched out or kicked out some of the boards, he would have realised he's elevated. Yeah. But he just, just kind of panics and throws himself around and knocks himself out. He does. But then he has this bit of flashback to reveal to us that yeah. he's, he's a father who's lost his son, who was killed in a, a car accident. Um, and he's been kind of neglecting his daughter Massively. as well. Neglect we don't know what he does for a living. Nothing, yeah. Um, but don't. he's neglecting his family, his his wife, his daughter as well. And so this is Jigsaw's way of helping him appreciate the life he's neglecting and the people he's neglecting by facing all the people that have been involved kind of his, with his son's death. That's right. And uh, so he wanders around the warehouse for a little while until he gets. It's comes... a great set. It is better a, it, than number two. Uh, absolutely. It's fantastic. The set design is really, really good. Even though it's a warehouse, yeah. it's packed with lots of little things. So the way it's lit, the way it's filmed, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to look at. And he comes around the corner to the first uh, door that says, um, face your fears. Yeah, yeah. And of course, there's a little tape that he plays to find out who the who this victim is in this uh, this game. Yeah. And uh, and it's uh, a passerby, someone who witnessed the drunk driver hit and kill his son, Dylan. Yeah. And uh, and she didn't testify. She didn't do anything. Yeah, she, she just, didn't report it. She didn't report it. She was, you know, she left all the evidence, which would have helped, obviously, arrest the driver. Yeah. Um, and so Jeff, is kind of faced with the the, 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 the morality clause, I suppose, of looking at this woman ha hanging in this trap and deciding if he wants to let her out or not because obviously she didn't help him when his son died. Um, but the trap, oh my God, it's really well done. Well, it's an actual piece of industrial equipment yeah. for freezing cattle and stuff. And so, yeah, like these, I mean, it's a freezing room but being sprayed with the water to speed up the freezing process. Yeah. You know, she's already like, I can't film anything right yeah. now. Please get me out. And uh, he sees the keys down there past these frozen pipes. Yeah. And he's just like, mm, yeah, but you did nothing. So maybe I just do nothing. Yeah. As the, as the hoses keep spraying her and spraying her and the screams get more intense. He, he's 
obviously understanding his predicament, but yeah. he decides, like, I can't just let this woman die. And so he does try to get the key eventually. Yeah. But he yeah. took his sweet-ass time getting he to did. that he did. mental state. Uh, and because he's kind of rushing it at this point, he ends up freezing part of his cheek. Yeah, the, the, pipe, the pipe burns Which his he has face, to yeah. rip off. I mean, he could have used any cloth or clothing or something. <laughs> to, to, but he's not thinking, clearly. He knocked himself out like 20 minutes ago. There's a naked woman hanging in a room fucking screaming that she's freezing to death. Yeah. You know, how well can you formulate fucking mental thoughts? Right, well, he gets the key and he turns around and she's turned into an ice block. <laughs> So, oh. I love her makeup, you know, for like all the gore and grossness and all the horrible traps that we love in Saw movies and horror movies and all that. The fact that we just have this actress being sprayed with this stuff, but she's properly selling it. She's properly selling to me how cold she is. Like, even if he did reach in, grab the key and pull her out, how traumatized is this woman? Fucking what body parts are going to fall off frozen? But it is funny, I, I shouldn't laugh, but the way he turns and she she is just like a proper ice block. Like everything is just water covered, frozen, like proper fucking dead. And he touches her face and it cracks. I was yeah. like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and when he leaves, we then cut back to um, Lynn, Amanda and, and, and Jigsaw. And Amanda explains to him like, like he got through the first trap, but he, he tried to save her, but he wasn't able to. And um, Lynn is getting all the stuff set up to start. Because she, she needs a fucking power drill. You know, she's going to have to cut into Jigsaw's head. You know, take back his scalp. Drill four fucking holes in his skull. And then cut it with a, a, blade, well, a power a sword. Blade. Well, yeah, a power sword to fucking take the section, section out to relieve the blood. That point... My God, that surgery was fucking intense. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Like, I, I struggle with reality, blood, and gore. Like, hospitals, no thank you. Like, <laughs> like accidents, like, no thank you. Horror and gore and blood and movies, yes, please. You know, buckets of it, please. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this sequence, I cannot watch it. I mean, I watched it, but I, I, I literally did not want to. It's literally like a, an actual medical documentary yeah. of, a, of a brain operation Cutting open that skull, seeing yeah. the brain, cleaning yeah. the blood, all of the whirling sounds. Like, you might hear a slight ringing. <laughs> the, the way it squeaks when it cuts through his skull yeah. and she has to take out that section. I, oh. uh, I mean... It's completely raw and uncensored in the film. And of course, the MPA are just like, I mean, that's fine. That's documentary yeah, that's medical, medical equipment freezer. stuff. So I'm sure audiences will be fine with this. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> it's gross. It's Please gross. Please do that again. Soul, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Who would have figured? Well, speaking of gross, because yeah. we cut back to Jeff as he makes his way into his next game. Yeah. And uh, this time around, we have the judge who has been tied up to the bottom of this giant vat. Yeah. And it's explained that the judge only gave the killer of, of Jeff's son six months in prison. And, uh, and that was it. Yeah, like, there was no evidence, nothing else to really convict him, and he complains like you gave longer sentences for overdue parking tickets. So uh, I think I'll just leave you in the vat for now. Yeah, and Jigsaw explains like in order to save the judge, you need to let go of the possessions of your son that you've been holding on to all this time because it's bringing you down. Yeah, and yeah, there's this ornate case with teddy bears and pictures and yeah. ornaments. And, oh uh, man, heartbreaking. And, and so I was like, oh. I like mm. this trap yeah. a lot because it's not it's not 
grotesque. It's not physically going to tear you limb from limb. Yeah. It's going to tear you up on the inside. Yes. Like the scars you cannot see. I was like, oh, this is this is interesting. But at the same time, it's still giving you the gross out. Because like, here, look pigs. at these deceased pigs with maggots on them. And we're going to drop them into this giant blender. Yeah. And all of the gunk is going to spray the judge. I was like, <laughs> fucking oh, great. this is awesome. This is really cool. Now, apparently, they only built four of those pigs. Of course, they weren't real pigs. Yeah. They, they built four of them out of foam and latex and rubber and then, uh, you know, just reused them, but then covered them in real maggots. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's disgusting. And so as each one goes in the blender and sprays the judge and we see the water or the gunk filling up. I was like, that's horrible. And there's absolutely no way the judge can help himself. No. So it's all on Jeff. To overcome this. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that uh, Jeff makes his way down. He takes all that time to obviously actually set fire to his son's stuff. And yeah. then when he finally gets back up to the judge, the judge is still like, he's just got enough space for his lips. Like, help me. Help me. I'm trying not to swallow. Oh, man, that guy would not shut up about <laughs> this entire sequence. <laughs> I know. I, but it's really quite surprising as well that Jeff actually saves this guy. Yeah. You're just like, holy fucking shit. I'm more surprised that he saved this guy that... Then the guy actually died. Um, and so then when they cut back again to uh, Jigsaw, Amanda, Lynn, you know, Amanda's explained to Jigsaw, like, look, you know, um, he got through the trap and he saved the judge, which is really good. And so Jigsaw's kind of happy. But lightly, the movie has been building up this tension between Amanda and Lynn because of the way that Jigsaw is reacting to Lynn helping him. He's not intentionally showing... Um, I suppose, you know, niceness to Lynn. It's just the drugs that he's under. You I, know, oh, the I surgery. absolutely think he's doing it very deliberately to wind Amanda up because oh. Amanda walks in on them holding hands and he's like, we don't need you, Amanda. Yeah, no, go he, now. Right, right. But but that's the funny thing is um, it's that he's, he's not intentionally trying to hurt Amanda. What he is trying to do is trying to keep Amanda away from Lynn because he's kind of afraid what Amanda will do to Lynn if... Amanda believes that him and Lynn are getting close. And so him trying to tell her, yeah, he doesn't do it in the best way, but the way he tells her to just go away is just leave us alone. We don't need you for the moment. I don't want you putting any more risk because I've seen you pull out the gun and threaten her with all the, this other fucking shit. Well, that's it. Apparently the sequence where Shawnee Smith grabs her by the throat and puts mm. her up against the wall and yeah. then walks off and she turns and goes, can freak. Yeah, yeah. None of that was in the script. Like Shawnee Smith just kind of improvised at the moment right, to right. do that yeah and i think her reaction of of having that unscripted moment caused her to say that yeah, yeah. like calling shawnee smith the freak I was yeah like, but it stayed in the film i was like yeah it actually worked it actually it was kind of releasing the pressure valve a little bit on these characters and also setting up yeah like, what's to come i mean I, it, it starts to show in flashbacks now how um you know jigsaw put uh shawnee smith amanda into her uh you know uh, reverse bear trap trap for herself to get through and then what, what i thought was funny in that sequence is that he's building the trap and he looks at a picture but it's the picture of her in her interview section from number one that's right she because you can just make out the mark on the where she's had the mask so i'm like how did you get that photo if she's not been in the trap yet that, that doesn't make any sense um and then she gets out of the trap and he comes and sees her and says to her like you you've been changed i want you to help me with my work because obviously he's dying he needs an apprentice to come along. But she she's still properly traumatized. She's just kind of hiding it. She's been self-harming herself. She's not been doing drugs. 
but they build the, the, the trap for Adam and Dr. Lawrence, which is a great reenactment. And an exact replica, but it wasn't the saw producers this time that yeah, built it. It was yeah. the producers of Scary Movie yeah. 4. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, you know how, I mean, if you're being parodied in Scary Movie, you know you've made it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they actually asked them for permission to use their set because they didn't want to have to build <laughs> the same set them themselves yeah. again. I love the fact that they've got Adam there. So you see Lee Wano kind of in the background. Um, but fucking Dr. Lawrence Gordon is face down. You can only see the top of his <laughs> yeah, hair. Like... And, and the fact that it answers your question of where the water comes from, because she turns the bath on and puts Adam into the bath so that when the water goes up, it will wake him up. Yes. And she throws the key on to I him. I know. So I was like, thank you, movie, for <laughs> clearing up those questions that were left wondering. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's propped up in the bath, but he fought, sinks in. He sinks in. Uh, yeah. And so. the key doesn't intentionally go down now, the hole. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's because Amanda literally throws the key on his chest. I was just like, maybe, like, the key, like, I, because we find out that Amanda is not following... Jigsaw's orders or rules yes. to the T, you yes. know, to the letter. Um, like maybe that key wasn't supposed to go down the plug, or maybe he was supposed to be able to free himself, free himself and then decide yeah. whether to help yes. Dr. Lawrence or not. Or, or the game would have been completely different. Yes, yes. But because Amanda's meddling, that's the way it is. But I do love that they got Lee Wan Alan, of course, he wrote, the, wrote this one, was in the first one. Yeah. Uh, but I like that he reprised the role, and that was kept secret, just like Donnie Wahlberg. So. It was really cool to just go back and see the setup for Saw 1. Yeah. I really liked that. But it, it shows as well that she out went out of her way. Amanda went out of her way and killed Adam after yeah. Adam was left in. in she there. set him free? Question yeah. mark? By, by choking him out. I mean, he was going to die anyway. Or was Jigsaw coming? Or, or was, you know, John Kramer Jigsaw constantly coming back to kind of help him maybe get him onto his side and then one day he came there and found Adam was dead and thought hang on a minute pretty sure this motherfucker was alive yesterday when I was here um, but it's the same situation that we see with Donnie Wahlberg he he manages to escape, uh, get out of his room he starts screaming for Amanda they have like a little fight in the tunnels and she fucking properly takes out his ankle <laughs> oh god fucking here I know, that ankle, I can only, oh man, it's oh, one of the great sequences of this movie is that ankle taking so many yeah. fucking hits. <laughs> um, and she leaves him again and Jigsaw starts to reveal this in the situation with him, Lynn and Amanda. And he, he's already hinted to Amanda that there's a brown envelope in a drawer for her. But she goes and sees it and she doesn't open it. Mm -hmm. She leaves it. Now what we actually do start to find out is that this whole operation sequence is actually Amanda's game. Jigs what? Yeah, Jigsaw has set it up to try to help her because, yeah, she's been killing people and he despises murderers. He doesn't like that. Oh, really, Jigsaw? You despise murderers? <laughs> yeah, technically, he hasn't killed anybody in what? this film. He's put people in traps and they've... they've he didn't kill the judge. He definitely uh, needed uh, need brain surgery, I think, uh, Jigsaw. Because because we follow then Jeff as well into his final test. Well, not his... His, his penultimate his, his test. His penultimate test, um, where he comes across the driver of the car who killed his son um, in this trap called The Rack. And we don't actually find out much about the driver. What we do find out is that he's uh, the son of a mother and father. Um, medical student. Medical student, um, doing well for himself. And feels terrible and knows he got away lightly for what his crime was. Yeah, but he made a mistake. But it, it, it wasn't like he was drinking. It wasn't well, like he was speeding. Well, maybe was he was a... drinking. Like, 
I, I've heard that he was or wasn't. But, I've heard both, so I don't know. That's it. The movie doesn't go into too much detail about like what Jeff was doing. Why? Why was your son riding his bike so close to the fucking road, Jeff? Well, what I mean, were apparently you Jeff doing? was right there. Watching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what? How did this end up breaking up the relationship between you and your wife? We we don't know. The film just goes. Here's the killer. What would you do? And the rack activates. <laughs> And uh, the key to get him out of the rack is in this box with a loaded shotgun. So if you, uh, the question is, would you take a bullet for your son's killer? I don't think it actually gives him enough time to make this choice because that guy's arms is twisted well out of the way. Well, it does one arm, then the other arm, yeah, and then one foot, then the other foot, then the head. So it gives you enough time to kind of, I guess, you know, if you really, in the mindset of Jeff, like savoring the torture of the person that, done so much horror to you yeah you know so you kind of relish in that that's your revenge you're getting your sweet revenge now yeah but because it's so horrifying and because he is learning to forgive yeah he he toys around and he manages to unclasp the key <laughs> to save him and <laughs> I, then for some reason the judge is like eh, what's going on here i'm so oh god i've been shot in the face well the judge in the background he's trying to help the guy in the rack and it's fucking Jeff as well who goes, I've got the key and let's go of the wire that is holding yeah. on to the trigger. Got the key. The judge gets shot in the face, but I was like, but he was looking that way. He gets shot, spins, and then the <laughs> wound is on the side that was facing I know, away. I know. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did nobody catch that? Nobody Making this? That like, do they want to do that shot again, maybe? <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, I was looking at that trap setup and I was like, man, there's so much industrial equipment. Yeah. They could have put a spanner or they a wrench or a easily. sheet of metal in one yeah. of those gears. Like, all of the wires that are just dangling there, I was like, maybe you could have yanked them out and done That's something. It. Even if they got the key and got the guy out. And he only had one good leg left. Yeah. I'd have wanted to fucking die. I'd yeah. have been the guy. I love this actor do, in, who is in this rack. You know, he, prop, whenever I think of Saw movies, it's usually his face I think of because of the shock, the expression he gives us every time his arm snaps. You know, by, by three of his limbs broken, he's literally just on pure adrenaline and staying alive. So, but when his neck starts to turn... And the head starts turning. I'm like, bruh, I'm sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. And you feel it through Jeff as well. Yeah, yeah. He's apologetic. He didn't want this to happen. Yeah, he's upset about his son dying and he's missed it. But this is finally turning him. And so he he gets through this trap. Everybody's fucking dead. And he's given one last tape and told that he's finally going to confront the man who killed his son. And you're like, how's that work? And then he steps out and he just happens to come at the end argument between Amanda Jigsaw and Lynn and Amanda shoots Lynn in the back who falls into the arms of Jeff and the shocking revelation is that this is Jeff's wife right we saw the pictures that he'd been collecting throughout the film of his son of his daughter of himself then of his wife yeah he was also given a bullet the clip and then the gun yeah so that in that instance he just immediately shoots and also kills amanda yeah and jigsaw was right like you've just ruined four lives amanda by shooting lynn and yeah down the dominoes go let her go i said no rules of our game have been made very clear we need to abide by those 
it's then Jeff who's now facing Jigsaw, and Jigsaw's like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm I, responsible for all this, and <laughs> by the way, I uh, I've also abducted your daughter. So yeah, it's not really your son that you're here to avenge. It. I've taken your daughter, and uh, oh, yeah. Well, actually, all this is playing on a tape. Because Jeff has just sliced Jigsaw's throat open with a saw. I was like, ah, it was That's a saw it. that kills Jigsaw. Jigsaw says to him, I can get an ambulance here in four minutes. Um, but if you kill me, you're going to fucking lose your daughter. And he's like, I forgive you. And slices his throat open. And so yeah. once Jigsaw dies, the shotgun collar goes off and blows away his fucking I know, I was wife's like, face. Why didn't Lynn say something? I know she's well, she's, struggling. she's really struggling to I say know, something. She she's got a bullet like, in her like, back. Like, like, just, she's she's tired. Yeah, but mate... Jeff's not been working on all fucking cylinders. We look at the box sequence. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. <laughs> but the way that the film kind of flashes, like a shit ton of images. Now that if you're yeah, really quick, typical saw fashion. Yeah, but it's all the a lot of images from the uh, from the first all two three movies, movies, all yeah. three movies leading up to now. So it's like the movies. You could easily end the movie series like here. Yeah, yeah. But it's also set up to go. Ah, we're going to do another one. Yeah, because uh, Jigsaw's just like, you know, I your daughter, you don't know where she is. Uh, we want to play a game. And I was like, oh, it's just the, the, the game's just getting started. But it credits. You're like, what? What? Uh, and also there was a little sort of setup earlier where he had a play me, a little cassette tape that he was covering in some kind of wax. Yeah. I was like, well, that didn't come into effect either. That's not the tape that went in the tape player at nope. the end. No. So what was that? I don't know. Mm. I guess... Maybe there's another movie and this wasn't the definitive Hopefully. end. Hopefully. <laughs> well, Ian, what were your favourite scenes from Saw 3? Oh, man. I, easily, the traps. The traps are so fucking fun. Um, I mean, like, I want to go say the rack is probably the goriest. Um, but the pigs, uh, pig mulcher one is pretty goddamn gory. You know, the girl being frozen, that's pretty goddamn harsh. Uh, Dina Meyer's death, I've always thought it stands out. I mean, you know, I remember back in the day somebody said, well... You know, why couldn't she have just punched the fucking glass jar and held and caught the key as it came out? And I'm like, it's a bit risky. You're going to catch a lot of glass, risky. too. There's fucking <laughs> glass and acid all coming out. So her putting her hand in this just as work. But, no, because I also thought, like, it's on chains, right? So, yeah, it's heavy. But if she could have, she could have lifted and poured yeah. most of it out. She, or she poured it over the contraption. Yeah. She, she could have, while she was just lying there, you know, gritting her teeth while this fucking metal yeah, thing know, is stuck in her fucking yeah. um, But... I, I, I love all the little setups. Like, the, this is what I do love about the Saw movies. I mean, it does, it gets worse as the movies go on. But the, 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 the makers of this series, I didn't think were making fun of me. Hmm. You know, I felt like that they were actually trying to keep the story going while also trying to give me stuff that I like in horror movies and trying not to make me out to be a fucking idiot. You know? Um, yeah, traps. Yeah, you're right. Now, uh, I absolutely agree. All of the traps you've just listed them were, were fantastic. Troy in his chain trap, mm -hmm. Carrie in her acid bowl, ribcage trap, the frozen trap, the giant stew bowl, a la judge, Adam getting suffocated, Timothy's twist and turn, you know, and uh, and uh, uh, and then the, uh, the 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 collar shotgun blast, which we don't kind of see, but we see the after effect. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, all of those really are quite memorable moments. Uh, but one of the f other most memorable moments was just so awful. I was like, I can't believe they did this. In right, a bloody right. Saw movie. Like, yeah. Maybe in a Conjuring movie, yeah. <laughs> but it's when Carrie's at home and she's in the bathroom and uh, and there's Eric in the in the mirror reflection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> oh god, did they really need to do that? No, that was no, awful. I really didn't like that. Yeah, I really liked uh, uh, Amanda and Lynn. Their their rivalry, their confrontations, yeah. their dialogue. Yeah, uh, with Jigsaw there, kind of barking at both of them. Uh, even though like it, there wasn't much action going on in those scenes, I really liked the performances and the characters. Uh, as we begin to understand the relationship between uh, Amanda and Jigsaw much more mm. than we have in any of the previous films, because yeah. we get to spend. A lot more time with them together on screen, uh, which I, I really liked. Yeah. I really liked the Saw 1 flashbacks. It was great to see that set up, to see how the bodies were put in the room, uh, how Lo how Dr. Lawrence was passed out well, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, so all of that set up in that set, really enjoyed that. Still don't know why he lies there for the seven hours of the movie. But, but he holds the tape player in the gun. You yeah, know, that's yeah. The integral I guess it's the... part of the setup. It makes it feel more real when there's a dead body in the room yeah. you when you wake up. So yeah, I guess. Well, Ian, do you recommend Saw 3? I totally recommend uh, Saw 3. I mean, if you've gotten this far and you're not enjoying yourself, just stop. Because you're not going to enjoy anything more that's going to continue. The formula has been set by the first two movies. And they are just going to keep this formula going with more traps, more elaborate deaths. I like how this movie gives us more depth with John Kramer and Jigsaw and they start to kind of explain who he is and where he's coming from. You know, he's not just your bland horror character wearing a mask stabbing people because he wants to kill. He puts people in terrible situations and forces them to make terrible decisions to try to get out of these terrible situations. But the whole time, as an audience member, you're constantly asking yourself, like, what you would do in that situation? Would you Rambo John Wick your way out? Or would you be faffing around and fucking killing everybody around you? This movie gives it all. One minute he's saving people, the next minute they're dead! It's great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also going to be recommending Saw 3. It's a much better sequel than 2. It connects the previous films with some interesting twists and provides a conclusion for the surviving characters. The central premise, you know, the vigilante seeking revenge and being forced to face his anger and forgive, uh, gave the film a good direction. It was fresh, interesting and more personal at times than just the body horror. Angus McFadden was pretty good, really sold the grieving, angry father role well, and the supporting cast were all decent, with a strong showing from Tobin Bell, once again, as Jigsaw. Lots of different traps in this one, some gross, some thoughtful, and others damn right nasty, or just plain unwinnable, and the final trap or game being a great twist uh, that seems to end the Saw trilogy. The editing remains as consistent with previous entries, but in a much more controlled and professional way. It's no longer as distracting or overused. The score, uh, the music, I feel really worked here. Building in classic Saw style with the Hello Zep Saw theme track. As a standalone film, it's not too bad. It's got some great shocks, good premise and execution, and it's a little convoluted. Story-wise, you know, filling in some of the previous movies with extra scenes, but it all kinda makes sense. For Saw fans, I think this is an absolute highlight of the series. It delivers everything you could want in a Saw movie, and it leaves you wanting more. It really is a film for the fans of the franchise. Legends never die. Thanks for watching Off The Shelf Reviews. Yeah.